everyone. Lisa here, your certified wellness and well-being coach over at lisampepi.com and also wellnessawakening.com, which goes to the same place. Um, check me out over there on the front page. You'll see a bunch of free resources. Also have a video blog and you can join my monthly group that meets weekly in a private secure Zoom video call and we will go over several techniques to help you move through some negative emotions, any fears, um, anything that you need to clear. Uh, we're gonna do some meditations and different ways to work through issues you may be having. And I will have a set uh, schedule for each hour that we are on, which is usually Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m. And you can join me once or you can join the monthly, which is a lot less. It comes to like $11 a session. And uh, come on and have some fun and clear out some of the negative emotions you might be having over issues or challenges in your life. Anyway, um, this wellness tip today, I would like to um, actually talk about testing seems to be in the news a lot, but I'm going to talk about it in a different way and in ways that it has to do with uh, you personally, because I just got my yearly blood work and testing back and uh, everything's great. Um, thank goodness. Um, but I want to explain a few things to you about testing, um, why you should have it, why you should always get a second opinion if something come back, comes back a certain way and um, kind of not how each test works, but sometimes the uh, the different things that you can um, uh, you can look into further if you think the test might be a little inaccurate and many tests believe me have an inaccuracy rate of uh, a certain percentage and you can probably ask your doctor or like I just like to do just uh, duck duck go it and you can find it online anyway before I get started just know that anything in this video is my opinion and my opinion only and if you need any medical advice, please seek your own doctor or healthcare professional. I am only a certified wellness coach, and I'm just giving my opinion on the matters that I speak about in these videos, and they are not designed to diagnose or cure any condition you may or may not have. So with that being said, you'll also see a disclaimer at the end of this video, and I hope you'll stay through to the end and uh, we'll get to the bottom of this testing. So, so what is it about this testing that everybody is doing with the, uh, the C-19 and, uh, and other things uh, going on in our you know, healthcare system nowadays? Um, I noticed that um, when this first came out, you know, I was uh, thinking about you know, my own testing and that I get my blood work done every six months for my thyroid. And then I also get um, yearly blood work done, which is the whole kit and caboodle. And it'll include all my hormones if I want. Um, and just so you know, with your testing, anything that you get done by the doctor, if you've researched something and you want an additional test done when you're getting your blood work done, please ask them. They can just put it on there. So many tests and uh, blood work tests are all covered under insurance. And if you don't have insurance, guess what? You can go to my website, lisampepi.com and down the very, very bottom, you'll see a little tab that says 
uh, free tools. And I actually use ProLabs and Personal Labs. And I used to use Life Extension, but I don't use them as much anymore. But anyway, when you go to that page, there's a link to actually get in and order your own blood work. They give you an order. You actually print it out. You take it over to the lab. You can take it to LabCorp or Quest. And uh, once the results come back, you can uh, actually see your results online in your account. It's really easy and it's actually not that expensive. So if at any time you feel that your doctor's not giving you the tests you need or you want additional testing or you want to double check some testing, you can uh, go to these other sites. And like I said, on my website under free tools, uh, you'll be able to see the uh, personal labs that I actually use. And if you use that link, um, that does tell them that I sent you and uh, I only make a small commission. I don't even know what it is because to be honest with you, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't gone through like in probably months. And honestly, I think I might make 50 cents on each test, but either way, it doesn't matter to me is what I'm getting at. I'm not in it to make the money on that end. I really seriously care about your wellness and I want you to get your blood work done. But anyway, so when we talk about testing, you know, there's so many things that you can get tested for. And I know some people have certain conditions that they have to get tested for often. Um, I can honestly tell you that there are certain uh, tests, uh, especially blood work that you can actually get done every 30 days, every three months, every six months, every year, whatever it may be for you. Um, I know that I've requested, um, after I got my yearly blood work done, I requested a follow-up on one of them in three months because I wanted to just see where it would be. And that one happens to be my cholesterol. So when I got my test results back this time, my cholesterol had come down by 70 points. Yay! Awesome, right? And yeah, it's awesome. Love it, right? Um, I did change my diet a bit. I actually uh, stopped drinking coffee. I stopped drinking my organic red wine and I actually stopped eating chicken and was basically mostly vegetarian with a little tiny bit of fish here and there for about, oh, I'd say about three weeks. And when I had my blood work done, it really uh, brought my cholesterol way down. So I told my doctor, I'm gonna go back to eating normally. I'm gonna keep the coffee and the wine out. And in a couple of months, I'm gonna go back and get my cholesterol tested again. And then I'm also going to go on uh, my personal labs link through my website to get it done again. And I actually found some home cholesterol kits that I can get. And it actually uses uh, just a prick of your finger, just like you do with a diabetic um, blood sugar test. And you can actually see your cholesterol levels. And the reason I want to do this, and I know this seems a little bit overkill, but I want to compare for myself because to see my cholesterol go down 70 points, you know, just over a few weeks to maybe, I mean, the last time I had my cholesterol done was probably six months prior, um, or even, I think that was on my general. So no, it was almost a year. So I think it was last spring that I had it done. So yeah, maybe about nine months. Right. And to see it go down like that, um, is great, but I want to know why. So, because I want to know if I really have to give up all of those things, or I can sneak a few, few in here and there. So we're going to see on that, but you know, you want to make sure that when you get your blood work done and the doctor gives you a result and then doesn't test you again for a year, you can't go on that. And I know from past experience when I was having my thyroid issues, oh, way back in, uh, 2007, 
I remember the doctors, you know, taking my blood work, telling me, oh, you know, your TSH is fine. And that was right when they were just discovering that, you know, my normal is not your normal and everybody doesn't have the same normal. And the range was so wide that they would just throw you in the normal. And even if you were having a problem, they couldn't see a pattern because they're only giving you blood work once a year. Well, that can't happen because anything can happen in a year, right? So what I like to do is I like to make sure if there is an issue, I tell my doctor to start testing me every six months. Again, if I want to see something more, I'll tell them, can you test me every three months? And then if I want to go even further and dig a little deeper, I go on personal labs and I'll order up my own blood work, which is very inexpensive because I want to know. And once you start to track it, you can actually see a pattern. And I know so many of us have gotten to the point where, um, well, not me, but some of us have gotten to the point where we just let our doctor do it. Okay, once a year, I get my, you know, my blood work, and then maybe I'll get a follow-up in a few months, and, and, and then I'll just wait and see. The reason I'm saying this is because my cholesterol for the past three years has been a little high. And of course, the doctor's going to mention medication, but they know better, and they know me, and they know I'm not going to go on the medication. I'm going to try to do it naturally. And I've gotten it down a couple of times and it's gone back up, down, up, down. And I do take um, cholesterol and, a cert and certain herbs and other vitamins and minerals, right? And uh, like I said, this time I just really tweaked my diet and uh, it seemed to work. But if they were just to take my blood work once a year and my cholesterol were to remain high and I weren't to do anything else except, you know, go and get my once a year blood work and then they would want to tell me you need to go on medication. So what I'm saying is, is that that is not right because if you're tracking it once a year, then you don't know what happened all the rest of that year. And cholesterol fluctuates just like everything else fluctuates in your body. And how are you going to know unless you actually get more than one test done once a year? Does that make sense? I mean, it made sense to me because I was like, wait a minute, you can't go on this. And when I was having my thyroid issues, I started to ask each doctor and I felt like a, uh, a pin cushion because I was asking each doctor, oh, you know, check my TSH. And then once they got really, you know, once they actually upped the TSH to like, I think they went from, I don't know if you know anything about TSH, but they were like making the uh, normal wider and wider and wider. And I'm like, wait a minute, I started over here in the low end of, you know, the scale, maybe about 2.6, I think it was. And now over the past two, three years, I'm going up, 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 up. And when I finally figured out it was my thyroid, I was at a four point something. But that took me like two, three years to figure it out because I was tracking my blood work on my own Excel spreadsheet. Now, nowadays we have our blood work in the computer and everything, and I know it's online and I'm not sure how I feel about that, but it's easy to access. But still, if you're only getting blood work done once a year, that is not an accurate picture of what's going on. So unless you have a really good doctor who says, let's follow up in 30 days, let's follow up in two months, three months, whatever it is, I would say not to go longer than six months if you're having an issue and just tell them, I want to track this over the next few months. Can I get a follow-up test every 30 days, every 60 days. What does my insurance say? 
every insurance uh, is different, but I, I've noticed that on mine, I can just go every 30 days if they're trying to track something and they're trying to see something. So I just recommend, you know, if you're going to get testing, know a little bit about the testing that you're getting, know, you know, what it's supposed to be showing and also know, is this something that fluctuates in my body every day, every week, every month? I mean, you can't base it on just one result a lot of times. And if it's something really serious, I know that we all want second opinions, but I also think we should all be getting uh, second and third blood work and testing opinions because another thing that can go wrong, and I was just reading this online. So, you know, tests can be false positives, false negatives, and where have we heard that all of the past year? Um, and the lab could go awry. You don't know who's doing the testing. You don't know what kind of equipment they're using. You don't know, you know, any of the circumstances. Once your blood goes out to be tested, you just hope that, of course, the lab is, re is reputable and they're going to be doing everything correctly. But how do you know? Now, with blood work, it's a little, a little easier. You know, obviously, you know, they get your blood, put it in a vial, and then it goes off to the lab. And, you know, I, I don't know that they have to, I know they have to watch temperature, you know, the temperature that they store it at, but I, I know that it's not like it has to be like frozen or, or anything crazy like that. But if you're doing a test that has to be handled like with kit gloves and you're going to someone who might not be handling it properly or storing it properly or shipping it properly or sending it over the lab, however they do it properly, it could skew the results. And I think that's what we've seen a lot of this past year. If you know how the tests work, which I look into, um, there are so many things that can go awry. Now, that's not even including when they come up with a new test, when they actually do the testing, is the, uh, is the test that they do in all the labs standardized? You know, that's another thing that we've seen this past year on the C-19. You know, it wasn't standardized. Um, I just heard the WHO just came out with the standardization and everybody else has been doing it the way they want. They've just come up with their own standards. And to be honest with you, I mean, that can throw the test results off, you know, so improper handling or actually the way they were doing the tests with this swab all the way up your nose, all the way almost to your bone up there that, uh, that is right in front of uh, your glands in your brain, which is not good. Um, the people that were doing it, I mean, they're doing it through a drive-through test site. So, and, and I've heard nightmare stories. I mean, you know, I've heard people uh, who have had issues with them actually sticking that up their nose. Some people just say it's painful. Um, other people say, no, I think they did it wrong because, you know, this, this, and this happened and I won't get into the gory, bloody details. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, you have all these different people doing this test. There's no quality control, none, no standardization, none. And when it gets to the lab, you know, how long did it take to get there? I've heard people telling me that, you know, I, I didn't even get tested. I was standing in line and I ended up getting a test result or I went and got tested and it took, uh, seven to 10 days to get my result back. So you don't know what happened in between from when you got the test to when you got the results. And it really, really 
worried me and frustrated me to watch this go on and to watch everybody just say, oh, okay, we just trust you, no big deal. Well, I, I hope we'll think twice in the future because you know, now that the results are in from you know, the 2020 catastrophe, um, there's a lot of stuff coming out and there's a lot of reports coming out that certain things were done right or in a good way and certain things were done in a not so good way. And so with testing, when you're getting your own testing done in any circumstance, you know, don't just trust, question what is the test, what's it looking for? And, you know, is this something that changes in my body? Is this something that, you know, can be, you know, detected like, you know, accidentally? Can this be detected in another way? And I hate to say this, but a lot of doctors do not really know how the tests work. Um, I know that when I was in there for my cholesterol testing, I did ask a question about another cholesterol reading they had, and it was in like with my regular blood work and it wasn't over, over with all the lipids and everything. And she said, oh yeah, that's just another, um, part of your cholesterol that they measure. And I'm like, well, what does it do? What is it for? My doctor didn't know and neither did the nurse. So. I looked it up online and figured it out. And also I could see by the numbers over here weren't adding up to my total cholesterol number. So there was a number missing and that was that number. But why was it all the way over here in my regular blood work? Why wasn't it over here under my cholesterol? So there's a lot of little squirrely things that I noticed because obviously I'm a wellness coach. I've been into health and wellness. I've had plenty of blood work done. And I just noticed these little squirrely things. And if you don't ask questions, you really don't know, you know, is this really going to be an accurate test or should I have it redone? You know, and like I said, what I saw happen and what is still happening are inaccuracies and inaccuracies either way, either good or bad or false or positive inaccuracies. Totally. And to me, that doesn't paint a fair picture of what's going on in my body. Um, I hope you wouldn't think it was painting a fair picture. It's going on in your body. You know, um, I know that, you know, back when they invented the flu tests and I just looked those up online, they have been inaccurate for a long, long time. And uh, I think they're a little bit milder. They actually take the swab in the back of your throat or, you know, on your um, up in the front of your nose, you know, um, not all the way up almost to your brain. So that's another question I have. Why are you going up that far? I mean, you know, when they're doing the C-19 test, if I can sneeze and supposedly spread this to everybody in the room, which to me is not true. I know this because again, I've done major research, but anyway, then how, how or why can you not at least just go halfway up my nose and get the specimen there, just like they do with the flu? I don't know. And like I said, I've heard nightmare stories and I'm sorry that, you know, I, I don't mean to totally pick it apart, but I do have to question it. So I do hope they come up with a better way to test. And also that they um, tell the public that these tests are not accurate. And I hope that they give them the, the inaccuracy rate, which from what I have seen has gone anywhere from, you know, 30%, I think, then it went up to 40% inaccuracy. And um, 
I was reading something and I don't know if it's true or not, but even on the CDC website and I go right to the WHO, CDC and NIH, I don't trust any of them. However, they do give you, when you, when you see something that you can almost picture that they cringe because they had to put it on there, you know, it's probably right. So when, if they tell me, oh, you know, the tests have a 40% inaccuracy rate, I'm going to guess that that's probably, you know, right. But again, it's probably always changing and they probably took the lower number to put on there. So, but, um, but tests have inaccuracies. That's just the way it is. So if you get something and you're not sure, get it again. And honestly, when I asked uh, my doctor, you know, I, I didn't go for a C19 test. I don't want that thing stuck up all the way to my bone. And it's not because it hurts. Um, I have other reasons. I won't go down. I won't go down that path right now, maybe in another video, or maybe if you're in my group, we can go down that rabbit hole. Um, but I don't want them sticking anything that far up my nose. And I don't want an amateur at a drive-through test site doing it, okay? Even though they might be nurses or they might be in the medical profession, you're in your car and they're trying to do this, okay? Um, I, I don't think it's controlled enough and I don't think it's uh, accurate enough to even worry about it. And another thing is, is you know, when, when statistics come out and you see all these numbers and you see everything coming out, you know, there's always more to the story. When you get your own testing and your blood work done and whatever it is, there's always more to the story. And one of the things that they say is you can't base it all on one test, okay? Um, inaccuracies are gonna be there. Like I said, if it's not in a controlled environment, it's you know not gonna be 100% accurate. Whatever the, the case may be, you have to take an average. So basically you have to get a several tests or hopefully different types of tests, but at the, the very least, couple different tests to determine, you know, what's going on. And, you know, that's, that's just like with anything, you know, if you go in and they keep telling me my, you know, my cholesterol is high, 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 go on medicine, go on medicine. And I'm like, no, 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 wait a minute, wait, wait, let me, let me try to do this myself and let's track it a little bit better than once a year. And they say, oh no, we only track it once a year. I'll be like, well, then I'm not going on medication. And the same thing with any other test you get, if you're diabetic, I'm sure you always test at home and you probably have the best opportunity to actually track your own fluctuations. Um, however, I'm not sure, I think they're coming out with better testing for y'all. And I think that'll, that'll help a lot because I know just like with thyroid, there's a lot of different components that you have to look at. You can't just look at one test. You have to look at the patient. You have to look at all of the other conditions. You have to look at the symptoms. You have to look and see, right? So if you're going to a drive-through testing site somewhere, somebody's just shoving something all the way up your nose and they're putting it God knows where and they're sending it off to a lab, you have no, you don't even know what they're doing with that. And then they tell you you're positive and you go, but I don't have any symptoms. Well, I do have to ask if you didn't have any symptoms, why did you go get tested? But I understand that the asymptomatic theory is out there and um, it is still being looked into. But the last I checked, the CDC even said we were wrong. Asymptomatic does not spread. And just because we find a virus fragment doesn't mean it's C19 and doesn't mean you're contagious and doesn't mean you have it. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but we have a microvirome and we have I think they said millions of viruses in our body at all times. 
some of them are very good for us. And uh, that that gets a little complicated. And I'm a little geeky. I'm, I'm the one who'll actually look into that. But the ones that are dangerous to us, yeah, you don't want a lot of them coming at you all at once. I get that. However, I don't think that the way they're doing these tests, the way they run the test, the guy who invented the PCR test said, this is not to diagnose any illness. This is just to find virus fragments. And I was listening to a professor and another virologist and the other day, and they were saying the same thing. They're like, they've never isolated it. This PCR test is not isolating necessarily that particular virus because it could pick up on other fragments. So, and everything they're telling you in the news, do not take medical advice from the news, the mainstream media, or even me, look it up for yourself, ask your doctor, but I'm, I'm noticing the doctors don't know um, any more than you do, or I do, maybe a little bit, but I mean, I'm having to do my research and I'm, I'm telling them and they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, you know, so you might wanna just look into it. So when you're getting testing, whatever it is, make sure you know it's being done by a qualified professional. Uh, you know how it's supposed to be handled and controlled and you know that it's going to a reputable lab. And you also know that the test has been tested for being accurate. And obviously a lot of our routine blood work has been tested for accuracies. However, there are flukes and you might want to track things and keep track of them. Now, if you go get a test and you're having symptoms, obviously the doctor's gonna look at you and take all your symptoms into consideration and say, okay, yeah, it's probably this. Um, even if the test comes back negative, right? And we're talking about C19 again, right? So that's fine, but you have symptoms. The doctor can see you, but I will tell you, I know many people who had the flu this year tested negative for C19 and they just had the flu. So even if you have symptoms, because a lot of viruses in this case have similar symptoms, whether it's cold, flu, C19, and a bunch of others, you know, you really don't know in the beginning what you have and what you don't have. So it is always good to see a doctor and not just go to a drive-through testing site to uh, just go get tested by some random person who was hired to go put up a tent. And uh, I know that sounds a little bit, you know, uncaring, but I'm telling you, I, I don't trust these sites. I mean, if you wanna go just for the hell of it and go get tested, by all means, go ahead. But I don't want anybody sticking a swab all the way up my nose. I'll wait until they come out with something better. Now, the antibody test is different. I can do that one by blood work, and I'm not uh, opposed to that. But whatever test you get done, just always know, like I said, and, and make sure that you trust the source and you trust where, you know, like I said, where it's coming from, who's taking it, and where it's going. I mean, like when I go get my blood work done, I go to you know, the blood work, actually my doctor's office has another office that they do all their blood work in. It's a controlled environment. You go in there, you're in a little room with, you know, the nurse and the phlebologists and uh, they're uh, taking your blood and it's all controlled. You know, when you're just driving through a test site, some random person you never met before, it's a little scary to me, but you make up your own mind. I'm all for freedom of medical and health choices. I don't want anything forced upon me and I don't want anything forced upon you. And if you see that you need to go do something, then you go do it. But I also want you to push a little bit when you're getting your regular blood work done, or if you're seeing anything else that, you know, you need to get tested for, 
and just know that one test doesn't always tell the whole story. Uh, there's a lot of other components to it and make sure that you're following up and you're actually, you know, doing a little work for your own health. And, you know, I think we've learned one thing this year. It's like, you know, the, the mainstream media, you know, they're blowing it out of proportion. Um, not saying there isn't a virus and people haven't passed away and God, God bless them and God rest, God rest their souls. And, you know, I really do feel terrible about it. As a matter of fact, I've had a lot of, um, anxiety and, um, I've actually cried for, you know, everyone who's going through the pain several times. Um, but I think we need to do better. I think this country needs to do better and the world needs to do better. And I need, I, I think somehow we need to sort through and figure out, you know, what's accurate, what's not, you know, what should we be reporting and what sh we should not be reporting. Okay. Because even with, and I'm going to go on, on a, just a tiny rant here. Even with all the cases that were shown on television, on the mainstream media for C-19 and all the deaths, um, they never gave you any other information. They never gave you the age. They never gave you anything else that was going on with them. They never gave you whether it was actually a test result because the rules changed in the beginning. They were told the doctors and nurses and hospitals, they were told that they could make an assumption even if the test came back negative, that they could make an assumption and put it in as a positive if they, if they needed to. I mean, if you even read half of what was going on behind the scenes, it was so loosey-goosey, willy-nilly, and I saw a lot of uh, money trails, and um, I wasn't too happy about that because I don't think they had our health or our best interest in mind. They just made us think that they did. And um, I think this was a, a pretty scary experiment. And I think they can do better, all of them. And I hope that they will now, now that may, maybe we can get some of the, um, the political um, banter out of it. I, I know wishful thinking, right? Like, okay. Um, it's kind of ridiculous if you really look at it. So always just keep your eyes open and Think for yourself, do your own research and just know that, you know, I'm not saying there's not a virus and I, I hope to God that, you know, we figured this out. Um, but, you know, like I said, when the WHO finally standardized the tests, when all the doctors and nurses that I know and I follow online and I saw were being um, deplatformed for telling the public, tests are not 100% accurate. We need to recalibrate this test there. Everybody's running it the way they want to. This is not the way to do it. We have to fix this. They were told to be quiet. They were told to shut up. They were literally taken off the air. I'm not kidding you. Their videos were taken down. And now all of a sudden, hey, new year, new you know what, new everything. And I'm an independent unaffiliated. I'm not talking politics, but the politics have been in this. And I'm a little bit ticked, can you tell? So we've, we've got these tests out there that they are recalibrating, but to me, it's not recalibrated enough. And uh, I saw the video of the guy who actually invented the test and he was doing a, talking about it and how he invented it and what it's supposed to do. They took that video down. So none of you have been able to see it. Maybe a few of you who research like I do, but you know, this is not right. We have, we have the Informed Consent Act where no medical procedures should be done on us without our consent and without us knowing all of the information. So we need more information. And if you don't need more information, that's fine. That's up to you too. You do what you need to do. But that's how I feel. 
I feel that, uh, you know, somebody tells me your cholesterol is high, I'm putting you on med medication, I'm going to say no, I would like to retest every 30 days for the next few months, and see if that number fluctuates. Makes sense, doesn't it? I go to a, a, a C19 testing site and they tell me you're, you're positive. And I say, but I don't have symptoms. Oh, you're asymptomatic. I'm like, no, can I have another test? Oh no, we only do one. And then I go to my doctor and get another test and it comes back negative. So what did they do with the positive? They put it into the count. Oh, that happens so many times. You can't, you can't base it. If you don't have any symptoms and there's nothing going on, like obviously for cholesterol, you don't have any real symptoms until it's too late. Right. Um, but you know, if you don't have any symptoms, just get retested, retest and go to your own doctor. Don't go to one of these testing sites. I don't think it's accurate. You know, I don't like the way they're throwing stuff around and letting anybody do testing, hand out medications, uh, the, uh, the, the V's, you know, any of it. I'm just like, I can't believe it. You know, anybody can do it. Okay. You know, maybe that's the business to be in, right? You know, I'll open up, I'll open up my front door and say, Hey, I'll just hang a little sign. C19 testing these, whatever you want. I got it here. Does that make sense? No. So, <laughs> so always get a second opinion. Okay. So, all right. I'm done my rant. I think I'm not sure, but anyway, so make sure when you're doing your testing, like I said, your annual blood work to me should be done at least every six months, especially if you have different conditions and even more often, if you're trying to track something, you know, I mean, literally I have to say, don't, don't just give up your, your rights and your, your, your ability to think and your, you know, to your doctor, you know, ask, ask the questions. Can I get this done again? Can I, can I get another test that shows something different or, you know, would, would help to actually pinpoint, you know, the problem. And, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, obviously we're not all, we're not all medical doctors, but you know, I'm seeing big changes in the medical arena and, you know, it's been going on for years and it's kind of scary to me. Um, so basically that just gives us more incentive to take care of our own health as much as possible. So get on over to lisampepi.com, watch some of my videos, you know, Always, you can contact me over there on the contact page if you have any questions and go to my group coaching page and get in my group coaching. And um, if you want a personal coaching session, they're also over there as well. In the meantime, get your testing done. Make sure it's from a reputable source. Make sure that you know what the test is, how it works, and if it's going to be accurate. And if you're not sure about the result, ask for another test. And also talk to your doctor about, you know, getting things done more often. Uh, your insurance usually will cover it. And if you don't have insurance, they actually have discounts and get over to my website and get on the personal labs tab. And uh, hopefully you can get that testing done over there as well. So on that note, Lisa and Pepe, certified wellness coach. Remember, these are all just my opinions. Take it or leave it. <laughs> and, uh, I wish you good health and hopefully we can clear up all of this C19 crapola soon and everybody will be healthy and back to normal in no time. Okay. Love you. Bye. Talk to you soon.